what are we really living for? Like, what is really, what are we really chasing? Does it all make sense? Will it ever all, like, come together in the end? I believe that that's something that everybody thinks about, everybody discusses. Like, growing up in poverty, more than half of us, we probably taught, yeah, you're supposed to go to school, you're supposed to make it to the league, go to the pros, get your family out the situation they're in, just change the trajectory of your family. Like, I think growing up, everybody was taught something similar to that. Like, make a great way for your children. You want to leave them with assets, not in debt or nothing. Like, don't leave them any liabilities. Like, your children shouldn't have to endure the same pain that you go through. Nowadays, like, yeah, like I said, you don't want to leave your children in debt or nothing like that. Like, nowadays, everybody looks down on having a 9 to 5. Well, you got a 9 to 5, well, you a failure. You made it to the NBA, but you don't score. You don't get in the game as much. You don't average a lot of points, or you a failure. You're not a starter, or you a bum. And that's, like, that's just crazy to me. That's sad. And it's like it's actually ignorant for you to call someone a bum because they're not living up to your potential or your expectations. Everybody has their own their own way of looking at life. And just because they're not on the same accord as you, that doesn't mean that they're a failure. For instance, it's a former NBA player by the name of Kwame Brown who made it to the NBA as a teenager and because he didn't live up to the expectations, everybody considered him as a bum, a failure, but not knowing that he might have looked at things differently, making it to the NBA at the age of 19, that's a great accomplishment. But just because you're not the star player of the team or you're not the MVP of the lead, a lot of people look down on you. But um, Kwame Brown, yeah, he made it. he made it to the league at 19. He was the first-round draft pick. He was picked first. I can't really think of the year he came in, but I know for sure, for sure that he was drafted first in the first round. So out of um, 58 players, he went first. Like He managed to be the first round, the first pick at the age of 19, so that's a great accomplishment. But like I said, a lot of people look at things differently, and they consider him a failure, which I don't believe in. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, it's crazy to me. Like, coming up, you were told, go to the NBA, go to the NFL, become a doctor, become a lawyer. This man made it to the NBA, but years later, because his career didn't go as planned and he didn't live up to the expectations of a player drafted as high as he was, he was labeled a failure. Like, people and analysts were, like, bashing him, saying he was a bum, he was a bust. A bust is basically someone who's a waste of a pick. Like, how is he a bust? Because he didn't live up to your expectations. He didn't average the amount of points that you think a first-round draft pick should average. Not knowing that a 19-year-old making it to the NBA is such a great accomplishment because it's so hard. It's not too many people that make it to the NBA. He was able to make it to the NBA. Not only did he make it to the NBA, he made it to the NBA being the first pick, the first round. So out of 58 players, he was on everyone's draft board as the person that should be the highest pick. You have to be a great player to even be considered to go to the NBA, let alone you're the first round, first pick. Everyone has you going first. 
at the age of 19, that's still a little boy. So amongst grown men, you're 19, a teenager, coming into unfamiliar territory and you're still performing well. I don't think he performed enough. I don't think he performed well enough to be a, a Hall of Famer, but I do believe that he performed well. He was averaging, uh, he was averaging close to about 10 points, I believe. He had a couple breakout seasons, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. This makes this question, are we living for the right things? Are we living for the right reasons? Like according to the poverty blueprint, that man has done everything the right way. He made it to the NBA, minus the praise and the cheerleaders. Like no matter what you do, if you become a doctor, you become a professional ball player, you make it to the NFL, um, there's always going to be someone who has something to say. So my advice is that you just do what you want to do and you love to do it. No matter what you do, you can't please everybody. Out of 10 people, you may be able to please seven, but the other three is going to say something. So, yeah, I just say that you just do what makes you happy, what you love to do. Follow out, figure out your passion. Making it to the NBA is not easy at all. It's a 3% chance of making it to the NBA. Out of 156,000 basketball players, only 44 would be drafted. Like, those odds are ridiculous. And for you to call someone a failure that makes it to the NBA with those odds, it just don't, it doesn't add up to me. Like, that's actually magnificent if you used to make it to the NBA with those odds. But nowadays, everybody just follows trends. They hear someone saying one thing and they just follow it, which is crazy to me. They hear someone calling you a failure. They don't even do their homework and they just ride the wave. Oh, yeah, he's a failure, not knowing anything. But honestly, I think that Kwame, Kwame Brown, he, he really deserves his flowers and some respect on his name because it's close to impossible to making it to the NBA. This is a clear example that we were living for the wrong reasons. We're living to make others happy and it should be the other way around. It should be like, you should do what you want to do, not want to please nobody else. I really don't believe that that was Kwame Brown's passion because I believe if it was your passion, you would give it 110%. And I don't, just don't believe that he was giving it 110%. As well as if it was your passion, you would continue to do it if there's a, no check involved or attached to it. Now that he's not in the NBA anymore, he's not even really around the NBA. You don't really see too much of him. Normally, players who play in the NBA, after their game is over, well, I'm not, I'm not going to say their game after their career is over, they're still around the NBA because they love it so much. They're either a coach or they, or they are doing some type of analyst jobs. But um, you don't really see too much of Kwame Brown other than him being on social media, firing back at everybody that was calling him a failure. So I just believe that he was trying to prove others happy by going to the NBA. Or I could be wrong, he could have, that could have been his passion, but because what came with it and what was going on during the time he was in the NBA, it probably just turned him off and left a bad taste in his mouth, which made him want to leave the game for good.
So I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I just don't feel like that was his passion. But like every everything you took growing up, he did. It's just things didn't go as planned in the long run. He might have thought things would have been different. But um, <clears throat> are we like, are we living to please people or are we living to find peace and happiness? I'm not going to lie. Like when I was younger, I used to, I used to want to please people, like not knowing myself, like knowing that I know what I really wanted to do. I wasn't really secure with myself. I was, I was seeking validation from the people that I looked up to. Like just like Kwame, I myself, I did want to go to the NBA as well. Like thinking that's what I wanted because that's what everybody else was, that's what everybody else was doing. We was all playing basketball. We was either playing football, baseball, some type of sports. But growing up in poverty, we all looked at sports as our getaway. And um, knowing what I know now, I'm glad that things didn't work out that way. Like playing basketball doesn't bring me peace. Now that I'm secure and confident in myself, I know what I want. I'm not seeking validation anymore. <clears throat> I move on my own accord. I do what actually brings me peace and what makes me happy. This is this is life though. Like I don't think any teenager has life figured out. You live and you learn. Like Kwame had to he just had to learn through his, through trial and error. Like how do you know what you how do you know what you like if you don't know what you if you don't know your dislikes? Like I'm truly I'm truly living to find peace, love, and happiness. Like that's, yes, I want to be wealthy, but I'm more concerned with the freedom that comes with being wealthy. Like there's a saying, the more money, the more money you have, the more problems. Like that's actually a true statement that I'm totally aware of. But being broke brings problems as well too. It's just which problems are you willing to have? Are you willing to have broke problems or are you willing to have rich problems? A lot of people rather have rich problems because money, it doesn't bring you happiness, but it also can help you buy things that make you happy, I should say. Yes, having money has its pros and cons, I believe, but I definitely believe that the pros outweigh the cons. It also brings like a, a target on your back. Those in poverty, and I'm not going to say those in poverty, I'm going to say those in poverty with a broke mindset, they believe that people with money are meal tickets. Like having money limits your lifestyle, things that you can do, things that you can like say as well too. You can't really say too many things when you're like in the public eye. And you also can't really do too many things when you're in the public eye as well. It kind of like, it kind of just like ruins your privacy as well as your peace. You can't do too many things. Say if you wanted to go to the movies with your children, you could go, but it would be taking a chance because there's people out there that look at people with money like they'll come up. They'll try to rob you. They'll try to take something that you work for, such as your jewelry, your car, or even, God forbid, they'll try to take your life. So it definitely kind of limits certain things that you can do. Like I would, I would be cautious taking my children to the movie theaters because, you know, at the movie theaters there's a lot of people that be there, and the more people, 
the more chances of something happening. And like I said, they look at you like you're a meal ticket. So you take your you take your children to the movie theaters with you. That depending on who you are, that may be a bad idea because now you're now you're more available now. Someone see you without security, they might try to run up on you and try you. They might try to disrespect you or fight you in front of your children. They might try to take something from you. Or even worse, they might try to take your life. That's just the, the life. That's just the the way the world is now. So it definitely does limit things that you can do. You can't go to the movie or you can go to the movie theaters, but you'll be cautious going to the movie theaters. You'll be cautious going to the park with your children because of the same situations and the same circumstances. You'll be cautious going to the mall. You can't shop in privacy because people want to take pictures. People want to, they just want to be around you. They want to see who you are. And what, it just, it's, it brings a lot of attention and it doesn't bring all positive attention either. I'm not a celebrity or nothing like that, but from what I see, like I said, it, it brings positive attention, but what we see majority of the times it, it brings a little bit more negative attention like nowadays celebrities are like they just being targeted more they're being robbed more they're being shot and killed more um they're they're being taken their jewelry's being taken it's either their jewelry or their cars their homes are being robbed i just seen earlier that t grizzly who was a rapper his home was invaded for so they say a million dollars. And not too long ago, his um his godmother was killed because he was targeted. She was with him in the car and his godmother was shot. But they were saying that T Grizzly was the was the target. So nowadays, like I said, a lot of celebrities are being targeted and it's just crazy because it's a bunch of senseless killings going on. Like people risk their lives to be wealthy and they they refuse to give up what they work for. And that, that, that just caused problems because I risked my life to be here to get to this point and you risking your life to take what I got and it just caused a bunch of friction. But um, it's a group of people that just believe that stealing and taking equates to money and money equates to happiness, not even knowing that happiness comes from within, but Everybody doesn't know that, so everybody just lives, like I said, on a different accord than you. So we all think different, we all act different, we all respond to certain certain circumstances differently. It's just nobody's the same. We all think differently. Like I ask myself every day, do I do I really want to sacrifice my freedom and peaceful wealth, like knowing what it brings? The answer for me is definitely yes, because I'll put my life on the line to better my kids' way of living. Yes, I might have to sacrifice a lot, and I might put myself in danger, but if it's going to make my children's lives a lot better than mine's growing up, I'm going to take those chances. But um, the difference from Kwame Brown and myself is that like I'm, I'm not figuring things out as a teenager who haven't really been through or faced any adversity. Like I'll be starting from a grown man with a lot of experience. Like, who knows what I want? And most importantly, I know who I am. So now I ask the, the, the final question, which is, 
does it all make sense to risk it all for the lifestyle that comes with a ton of problems? And then I, I guess the answer is it all depends on your outlook of life, like what you consider, what you consider is wealth, what makes you happy. There's a ton of different answers to what you consider is wealth, but it's only one definition for wealth. My wealth could be different from your wealth and vice versa. Your wealth could be different from mine's, but when it all boils down, it's just what makes you happy. You don't have to be wealthy to be happy. There's broke people that's, I'm not going to say people that's, I'm not going to say broke people. There's people out here that's, that's not really um, well off that, that are truly happy and you have people who's very well off, billionaires who are actually miserable and not happy. So money definitely doesn't equate to happiness. Happiness is a mood. Being human, you go through different moods daily. You sad, you happy, you mad, you angry, you frustrated. We all go through emotions throughout the days, but money definitely doesn't equate to happiness. So don't think that you have to be wealthy to be happy. But um, just figure out what you consider your wealth and figure out how to get yourself there. My wealth may be different from yours, like I said, but um, there's definitely no right or wrong answer. As long as you're doing what makes you happy, that's all that matters. Do what you love and love what you're doing. But um, we're about to get out of here. This was definitely a topic I wanted to touch for a long time. I just didn't have the time to do so, but um, I appreciate everybody that tapped in and listened. Let me know how you feel about this episode. It's definitely... Like I said, something I wanted to speak on. But yeah, we're getting out of here. Just let me know how you feel. It's good vibes, good energy with the core naive.